0: good evening it's Jen here I have been feeling pretty low today Um, just kind of sad and down and I think it's because when I this happens every time I kind of like expose myself I guess When I allow myself to be vulnerable in a certain way, whether it's through my writing or, in this case, my audio recordings, Um, in some cases it's just through a relationship or whatever, but whenever I show my vulnerability, it's always followed by this really low point for me um, Almost like, not regret, but I don't really know. I, I feel like it's just maybe fear or self-doubt or anxiety. It's probably a little bit of all of that. And I feel, not that I wish I didn't do it or that I want to take it back. It's not like that. But I think it's me processing that vulnerability and there's underlying anxiety of dealing with the consequences of it as if there would be any consequences, which there never really are, (laughs) Um, at least so far. Um, I think vulnerability... ...is extremely important. It's important to be vulnerable. It's important to show vulnerability. I think it's the only way to... ...be seen fully for who you are. And it's the only way to true connection with other people. So it's weird because... ...if it's so positive... Which I do believe it is. Why do we feel so bad after we do it? <laughs> so, obviously, that's probably an issue that I have deep within myself about vulnerability and about exposing my vulnerabilities. And it's probably what I'm going to be talking with my therapist about on uh, tomorrow. Um... and i think i have i have these same feelings when i allow myself to be vulnerable with men that i'm dating it's the same exact thing like i feel like i need to expose how i'm feeling but then it's immediately followed by worry and anxiety and fear and in the case of relationships, it actually, up to this point, really hasn't been good in the end. Um, whenever I've allowed myself to be vulnerable, um, I mean, relationships have tended to not work out for me. So, in that case, maybe that's where my fear comes from, is from that. I don't know. Um, When I think about it rationally, I don't think it's because I was vulnerable that it didn't work out. I think I'm just not picking guys that are ready to commit, really. And I've talked about this in past podcasts where, I mean, I I know I picked guys that weren't ready to commit for a very long time. I, I did it subconsciously, I think, but I'm looking back on my history of dating I wasn't ready to be in a committed relationship. So I I do know that that was a thing for me for a very long time. But now I don't, I, I truly feel in my heart of hearts that I'm ready to commit to somebody. So maybe it's just a matter of, well, I mean, let's, let's be fair here. I, I've only really been dating for like, since like last summer. So it hasn't been that much time. And I haven't dated that many people in the grand scheme of things over the last 10 months or whatever it is, nine months. So um, I, I think I need to be a lot easier on myself than I usually am. So there's that. But it's something I would like to overcome. I haven't worked it out. Um, So I think what I'm going to do the rest of the night, because I'm in this very low space, um, because... For me, exposing deep parts of myself to the world is is exhausting sometimes. Um, I'm probably going to meditate just to get out of my head because that's what I do. I get in my head and I start to worry and think about things and overthink about things. Um, So I'm going to meditate. And then I'm probably going to dig my... Or uh, dig into a book and just kind of escape for a bit and process something different, something that's not related to me. Um, I might even start a novel. I don't read fiction very often. Um, I'm more drawn to nonfiction because of my obsession with knowledge and learning. And, and that's just how I am. But um, every once in a while, I do like to read fiction just to like, escape and get out of the trenches of my brain um, and the analytical side of my brain um, so fiction kind of takes me, draws me out of the analytical side and just allows me to kind of go into fantasy and it's just kind of an escape for me so I may do that I, may, I have a couple of books here I've been wanting to read so I may dig into one of those just to escape to, a, to another life another world um I think it's important to state that when we feel vulnerable that is a signal to trust ourselves and to trust our truths and I know I talk about this a lot but people don't care about us the way we care about ourselves or think about ourselves they don't it's it's funny there's a line from Schitt's Creek um that Alexa says she says David nobody cares um so I say that to my daughter a lot Ashley nobody cares but it's true um we tend to self-obsess because obviously we're in our heads 24 7 and we're In our bodies 24-7, we're with ourselves every second of every day for our entire life. Um, Nobody else is thinking about us the way we're thinking about our lives. Nobody else is obsessing the way we're obsessing about things. So I think it's just a reminder that when we are feeling vulnerable and we are feeling worried or anxious or depressed because of our vulnerability being exposed... We must remind ourselves that, number one, anyone who's bothered by that is not somebody that we should concern ourselves with. They're not worth our time. Number two, majority people are probably going to relate to us more than the opposite. You're always going to have people judge you, but who cares? It's, it's not your problem. And three... It's very important to put ourselves out there in order to be able to connect with other people. So just remind yourself of those things. That's what I'm doing, at least trying to. Um... (laughs) There's a difference between oversharing and showing vulnerability as well. So that's something else that I think about sometimes. Um, I don't feel like... I I do feel like you can overshare, but... I think each of us only knows for ourselves, what that looks like. I am have always been an open book. I've always been someone who is pretty open, honest, and forthcoming about my life. Even the parts that would seemingly be embarrassing or um, something I wouldn't necessarily want to share, those are actually things I share more because I've worked through them so fully that I'm confident that I carry no shame around any of that I carry no residually bad feelings so I feel like some of the more maybe shocking things or things that many would be afraid to share I'm not afraid to share because those are the things I've really tackled and overcome the most and spent time thinking about and processing so for me Sometimes it's the simplest things. Sometimes it's the things that literally everybody goes through that I'm most vulnerable sharing, like when relationships don't work out or... um, I don't even know. I can't think of that many examples because I'm pretty much an open book. But I... I don't know um, I think we all have a path to walk and we only know within ourselves what we're ready to share and what we're not ready to share but and it, you don't have to be someone who makes it public. It doesn't have to be a public event or a public affair by any means. And social media has definitely made us more public in the things that we share than, you know, prior to techn- you know, the Internet. But um, I think there's good and bad in that. But ultimately, we get to decide what people know and what people don't know we get to decide what we want to share and what we don't want to share as long as it's coming from you know a therapeutic place i think i don't think there's anything wrong with sharing anything and if other people can relate and benefit from your experiences and your message then it's always a positive but just make sure that you are ready for for that to be in that space where people are going to comment or you know, just make sure you're ready for other people to know your business if if you're getting ready to share it. Because I think that's that's the biggest thing for me. I, for the most part, am not bothered by sharing anything about my life, and I never really have been. Uh, but some people may feel opposite. I I can think of a lot of people actually who are very private and don't share anything. And, you know, that's their prerogative and they have to work through what they feel comfortable sharing and what they don't. Um, But I I do find it interesting that I I do have this (laughs) almost like vulnerability hangover after I share things publicly for like a day. And then I'm usually over it and I'm not quite sure where that comes from because I have no problem talking about anything or sharing anything. But I think for me, maybe it's how people receive it, and it's the just that moment of time where I'm worried about what they'll think or how they'll take me or how they'll consider me. And then I'm usually over it pretty quickly because at the end of the day, I really don't care. Um, I mean I we all care to a degree but I'm I know who I am, I know who my friends are, I know who my family is. I know who loves me. And so what people outside of my circle think ultimately I really do not care. Um So But at the same time, as a human, we want to be naturally, naturally, we want to be accepted, we want to be heard, we want to be validated, we want to be seen. It's a human trait that everybody has. So, you know, it's, it's something... We all have to battle, I guess. As we walk through this world. This very complicated, busy, chaotic world. So, um, if anyone has thoughts on that, I'd love to hear them. I'm going to go meditate and get out of my head. And then I'm going to... Read a book and go to bed. Um, I wish you all a wonderful night and I will see you or talk to you at least all tomorrow. Thank you. Bye.